theyeshiva.net. Okay, so we're in the middle of 156. So let's recall. A kevis, a sheep, is a compassionate animal by nature. It, there's different animals. Different animals are compassionate, serene, aggressive, benign, brutal. And a kevis, by nature, is a rachamim. It's, it's full of Rachmanas, and even the Koil, he says, evokes, evokes Rachem. What's the definition of the Rachemim here? So we spoke, a major part of davening is a person having compassion. Why is compassion for the self, for the soul, so important? Because that itself reminds you the greatness of who you are. The fact that I can have compassion for myself and compassion for other people means that I don't belong here. And the very fact that you feel you don't belong here, you have compassion, that itself, it's like what Rapinchas Karitza said about the macha, the macha that you make once in three years, that itself is a tremendous aspect in life. The ability to know that you lost something and you have rachmanas for it. If I don't know that I lost anything and therefore there's no rachamim, that is the worst. Because that means the person doesn't even know there was any value to lose. The fact that I have rachamim, that already means that there's something precious that I feel bad for. There's a compassion here. What's the compassion? Passion is you're a piece of ain soif and you're in gallus. You have an ashama that's a chelik alakamimal and it's enslaved. You have such dignity and it's been sabotaged. But that rachamim itself underscores the sensitivity to what the person is. The Gemara says, yeah. There's a stain on his beged. It's noticeable. It's noticeable. So there's a word from the Kotzker that the reason is Chayiv Misa is because there's only one stain. Only one. <laughs> but I'll be pshat. What's the word? The word, of course, is if somebody is, uh, you're wearing a shirt and somebody pours chocolate milk on it and then vanilla ice cream on it and then a cranberry sauce on it, right? At some point, you just give up. You don't feel bad for your shirt. It's already so dirty, a little more dirt. Only when you have a beautiful, you're wearing a tuxedo, and somebody puts a little stain on it. Oh my God. You feel bad for your shirt or for yourself. Why? Because it's so noticeable. A construction worker or a miner, he's in the, he's in the gutter, he's in the nitty gritty. He doesn't start saying, I got dirty. Of course, you're supposed to be dirty. That's what you do for a living. That's what you do. At night, you'll take a shower, you'll be clean. The moment you're not noticing that you're getting filthy, it means that filth already became part of me. There's nothing to notice. There's no rachamim. The fact that I notice it, I have compassion for it, that in itself underscores how profound it is, how real it is, how authentic it is. And he says, the Midas HaRachmanes has the koyach to be ma'orir ava. It has a tremendous koyach to bring out, to be able to sit with that pain, with that awareness of what happened to this person, what happened to this person's soul, that awareness itself brings out the positive qualities that have been in exile, which you had Rachamim about. You would think, what's the Shaykhis? You have Rachamim. No, he said, the Koyach Rachamim is to bring out the Ava. Avinu of Rachamon, Amirachim, Vesein Belibenu. That helps. It helps the Bina. The same belibeinu bina. First of all, have rachamim to give us the bina, and that helps with the bina. Lahavin, lahaskil, ulakayim is called the So the carbon tamid, which comes from the sheep, brings introduces to tefila, which is b'makim carbon tamid, the concept of 
Rachman. Specifically, he says, As the sheep is sheared from the wool, she's always quiet. She doesn't revolt. She doesn't protest. From what's the wool? The wool comes from the earth, from the skin, which separates between the basar and the tzemer. You will not have hair growing from flesh. Hair or wool grows from the oir. So the oir is the chatzitza, the mafsik, between the basar and the tzemer, because from the basar you're not going to have Cyrus. And now when they take off the tzemer from the, from the oir, the rachel, the you, the sheep is ne'elama shisar. This is a marshal. What's the nimshal? So he says, V'yuvan zel This will also be understood lamaila. When we say lamaila, what does he mean lamaila? Lamaila doesn't mean the second floor, or the third floor of the building or the roof. Lamaila is based on what we explained many times, that the concept of ishtalshlus is that everything below is a manifestation of something above. There's nothing in, in this world that doesn't first begin in the spiritual world, and then it evolves. So lamayla means when you see something lamata, when you see something lamata, you know that the same thing is lamayla. Just like when you see the tears, you know that there's an emotion that precedes the tears. So whenever you see something in a sheep down here, it exists also lamayla. Now that itself is a tremendous yisoy. That means there's nothing in science, or physics, or mathematics, or astronomy, or cosmology, that is not a marshal for Elikus. If it exists in this world, it means it's a marshal for Anemshal. If it's Lamata, it's also Lamaila. That's why, another big Yisoyed of Teres of Hashem Tev, that there's nothing in the world that is not connected. There's nothing in the world that you can't use. You can't use Lavaidus Hashem. Everything. Why? It's not Stam, a cute little Vart. It's a Yisoydistic idea. Because if it exists Lamata, it's coming from Lamaila. No, yeah, but Lamaila means if it exists in a sheep, if it's the rule in a sheep, that means it's a divine concept that's manifested in the kevis. And the same, here he's going to talk about a kevis, but the same is, that's why every nekud in the world, you take a hike and you look at something, you study something about it, any nekud of nature, any nekud of nature, if it's a real thing about the oilam, it exists also Lamaila. It doesn't start with the Geshem, it starts with the Ruach. It has a counterpart also in Olam Aruchni. And therefore, it has tremendous lessons. It has a tremendous toichin. It has a godly, there's a godly reality that's being conveyed. There's nothing. The Rabbah, he says that the Rambam and the Ramban, they learned Chachmas Chitzainius. They knew all, they learned a tremendous amount of secular, what we call secular sciences or secular wisdom. And he says, Every nekuda of Chachma could be used for Avodah Hashem, could be used for Torah. It can also not be used. It can be used against Torah. We know that. That's what's called Klippas Neige. It can go both ways. But the point is that there is an Oymek here. If you know, you could use every nekuda of Avodah Hashem So therefore, when you see something Lamata, it means it's also Lamayla. That's what Lamayla means. So he says, Just translate. Whenever you talk about hears in Nister, it represents the configuration of letters that come into the worlds to create from nothing something and something separate. 
And for there to emerge the letters, which are the strands of here, in order to create separate worlds, you need to have the Ur. The Ur is basically called the Masach Mavdil. It's a partition, a veil that separates between the Basar and the Cyrus, and this is called the Rakia, the firmament. The Goizism HaSairis, those who come to the sheep and take a scissor and cut off the hair, what are they doing? It represents separating, detaching the Oisius, the Tzirufei from their source. Really the Oisius, like the hair, is getting its nurture from the soul of the animal. All the hair that grows, as long as it's attached, it's growing because it's receiving its nurture, its creativity, its life from the body, from the body's power, from the body's electricity. But then when you cut it, you, you're separating the oasis from the shaydish. So what happens now is, it becomes really separate. And here he puts in the word mamash. The oasis himself creates oilamas hanifradim. That's the way it's supposed to be. When you cut the hair, you create pirud mamash, real separation. The person knows nothing about their inner life. They follow only the life of the body and the animal soul. They get cut off from their source. What's how they get cut off from their source? What's how they get cut off from their source? That they start believing that they're really separated from God. They start believing that they and their world, their Olam Haza, is really, really in Dover Nifred Mamash. That emuna, that conviction, or not conviction, that idea, that notion, that you're truly, truly separated, you're detached, this means that the hair was cut off. How is he touching Rachel here? Not Rachel, Rachel. Rachel is the sheep. Rachel is the sheep. Rachel, after they shear her hair, she was quiet. She's barren. What's that barren and fertile? So there's no love anymore. There's no awe anymore. There's no children, which represents Ava and Yira. Why? Because Rachel was quiet in the presence of those who shared. We have a Tikkun Chatzos Yidin. So the Tikkun Rachel and Tikkun Chatzos and Tikkun Leia. If you sit there, it's Tikkun Chatzos. So in the back, there's Tikkun Rachel and Chatzos, Tikkun Leia. Tikkun Rachel is La'orir P'chia V'Rachmanis. K'mashakasov, Rachel Mevakalbana. V'achakach, Tikkun Leia, He'eim Habonim Smecha. Sh'yasimcha Ba, Acha Leidus Ha'avak, Sh'nasas Eim Habonim. When you become a mother of children, Eim Habonim, children represent the emotions of love and awe. Sh'az Tisanegal Hashem, that is... The Leia, Tikkun Leia, and Tikkun Chatzoist is the stage of, of Rachel, the stage of Leia. Rachel, Mavaka, Albana, and then there's Eim Habanim Smech. What's the Teichen that's being conveyed here? The sheep is a marshal. Kevis is Rachmanus. What's Ma'ayda, the biggest Rachmanus? That your hair is cut off and you're just quiet. You don't protest it. Other animals, you try manipulating them lightweight, they'll give you Azab Brik. What they tell you? I'm learning. What 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 do they tell you? Whatever. You don't start up. A keves is completely surrenders. It's 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 a very docile animal. It's submissive. It's 
It's uh, it acquiesces. It's mavatul. It's all very easy. What's the toichen in ruchnius? It represents a particular idea. Cyrus here, every here is separate. Here also don't have nerves. Meaning you cut the here, it's not painful. Somebody cuts off their pinky, we know the pain. You cut off the here, just like when you cut off the nails, it's not painful. Why is that? Because the here has chius, it has life in it. If it wouldn't have life in it, it wouldn't grow. But nonetheless, it doesn't have that level of chius that the flesh has, that the fingers have, the arteries have, the sinews have, the bones have, or even the meat has, the buster has. Even the skin, the earth. You can't compare the buster to the earth, but that is even the earth. Mashenkin, the, the cyrus, they also have chiyos. They also grow and they live. But the chiyos is much smaller, it's much more minute, it's not so recognizable, to the point that you could cut it off. And each cyrus is separate, and it only grows from the skull. It gets its chayas from the mayach. Everything gets its chayas from the mayach, from the brain. Without the brain, hairs can't grow. Nothing else can happen. But it has to go through the skull. There's the skull, the gulgoilus, the oir, and the, the tzemer. In our case, it's not a it's wool, it's cyrus. Always grows from the oir, from the skin. The same is true with animals. The same is true when it comes to sheep, when it comes to the wool. That oir and that tzemer doesn't go on the mizbeach. That goes to the koyin, it goes to the person. It can't become michlo mamish in the eish of reich nechayach l'ashem. That's the element of the oil. This is where the rachamim of tefillah come out. Till Perek Dalad the Maimah was addressing the atzamos, the moyach, the basar, the gidden, the atzamos, the blood, that all get applied on the mizbeach or on the side of the mizbeach with the carbon tamid. Now he's finally addressing that last stage. When you're done with the carbon, what happens now? The wool. And the oil, the skin, goes to the kayin. That's the halacha. All karbonus oila, the, the, the animal was flayed. The skin was, was uh, we say, oila, damaton, utuna hefshet. You have to hefshet. Hefshet is you, your mafshet, you, you uh, skin. You skin the animal. In this case, it was a sheep. And you give the oil and the, the tzamer to the kayin, which could be expensive. Oil and tzamer was a very nice, was a very nice uh, addition, a very nice pras for the kayin and was served in the Beis here in Davening, this is the element of Rachel It's the Hergish of the Rachamim that doesn't come from the inspiration and therefore it's not Reich Nechayach. It comes from the brokenness, the tragedy of the human condition. That such greatness sometimes becomes involved in such toxicity. Such greatness falls and evolves into places where it's not recognizable anymore. You don't see it anymore. Rabbi Aaron Haggadah, Rabbi Aaron Karliner said that the greatest tragedy in life is when the prince starts believing that he's not a prince anymore. When he believes that he's just a uh, valueless doormat. When his, the prince doesn't know who he is, he's a ben melech, he says there's nothing more painful than that. That's the rachamah. Yeah, I think the individual soul of a person, the individual nisham of a person. What's the connection of Oasis to the, to the Sidus? Sidus, okay. So what's the nimshal now? The whole world, we say, The world is Oasis. The world is made up of letters. Today we speak today, to, today it's very illust- illustrative in science, the world of DNA. What is the core of the body, of, or, or any organism? We have a hundred trillion cells, each cell 
So you understand how small a cell is. Within each cell you have uh, what's called the genome, the DNA, the cop, the, basically the manual, the manual for how this body has to function. Each cell has a copy of the whole manual. Now you know that if you would take this DNA and compare it to a Megillah and spread it out, it would probably be the size of three times the Empire State Building. And that's all in one cell of a hundred trillion cells. And this was all a mistake, by the way, also. It was random. And every organism has this. Every organism has this. It's not normal. The DNA is unbelievable. And not only that, the DNA, the cell also has an editor who travels around the cell and looks through the DNA and fixes any mistakes. Fixes any mistakes. It has an editor to go through and fix it. He's dealing with the, the size that we can't even imagine how small it is. And every cell has two copies, a double copy. Two copies of the manual for the entire body. Even a cell that you could find in the pinky of your, of your foot has the whole diagram, the whole description, and they call it today letters, ISIS. They call it, that's the, almost like the code of a programmer, the back end of a computer, but endlessly and infinitely more sophisticated. So essentially the whole world, when you go down to it, is basically made up of ISIS. It's made up of letters. It's made up of letters. Isis. All these Isis contain energy. But the Chiddush here is that once they go into the world of Isis, they become Nifrit. What do we mean Nifrit? So we go back to the beginning of the Maimer. Before the world was created, there was no Yesh. The Yesh was submerged in the Ayin. What do we mean by Yesh here? The Isis of Elikus were completely submerged in the source. What is Briyas Ha'olam? That Elikus becomes a Yesh. Back to the Marshal. The light wave leaves the solar core. It becomes recognizable. Where were the Isis before? Completely submerged. The moment there is creation, may Ayin Liesh, even in the highest worlds, there's already an element of period. The Isis come out to start creating, with the, which is a Kayach To give the Marshal of the teacher and the student, you have a teacher who's explaining things with Isis. More, they say, I don't understand. He'll give you more Isis. More Isis. Where were all these Isis before? He knew the concept. The Isis were submerged in his mind. He didn't need them because he understood the concept. But when he's talking to a student, the student doesn't understand. He says, give me a marshal. Suddenly he has, he has hundreds and thousands of new words to explain it. Where did these words come from? Where were they? The answer is they were all there in the Seichel, but they weren't necessary. The sun doesn't need the ray of the sun in order to live. We, who live on a dark planet, enjoy the rays of the sun. The sun itself, the ray is pretty superfluous. It's like, oh, tell the sun, by the way, you have a ray, why don't you give it a little shivas, make a bracha on the ray. I don't have to make a bracha on the ray. It's Bechlal Messiah Mona, right? Within 200, you have 100. And here it's more than 200. So the Isis are just submerged. They emerge. For the Talmud, however, the Isis become everything. His access to the Seichel of the Rav is only through Isis. What for the Rav is the most insignificant layer of the wisdom is for the Talmud the source of all the wisdom. What for the Rav is the most... You understood what I said? So therefore, these Isis represent Cyrus. They all come from the Chios, but you can't compare the life that's expressed in the strands of here to the life that's expressed in the soul, to the life that's expressed in the flesh. And each side is separate. Why? Because that's where period comes out. Individuality comes out. The way the world is submerged in its source, there's no diversity. 
back to the ideas of Akudim. You remember we spoke about Olam HaKudim, Olam HaNekudim. The world where everything is one. Why? Because all division comes from differentiation, from separation. So Cyrus every year is separate. Every side is separate. There is Chios. What's Pshat cutting the hair? This is already a different level. The world is alive. We exist. There's consciousness. That is already a Tzimtzum reaction. There is separateness. I, the very feeling of I. Even the highest worlds. There's a spiritual reality, but it's still a Yesh. That already means that it came out from a state of Ayin, because it's not anymore the source itself. It's the way Hashem allowed the water to trickle out. The tipa to come out of the Yamukiyanas, even though really it's still there. But from our perception, it's separated, and that could only be because there's skin in the middle. There's a hefsik. There's a tzimtzum. The, bl- the life is blocked. Because the life force is blocked, therefore there could be me'ayin liyash. Meaning the highest form of ayin liyash is still a result of a blockage. If there wouldn't be skin, if there wouldn't be oil, if there wouldn't be a chatzitza, a mechitza, you would never have the oisius. The oisius would remain completely concealed and submerged in the source. In order for there to be any form of separation, separateness, you need the oil. But at least the oisius are attached. You look at the world and you could say, it's oisius. I don't get the core here, because if I would get the core, I would say, there wouldn't be no I. But at least I can trace back the here to the person. What happens when you cut the hair? When you cut the hair, you put the hair, it's now a museum display. You don't recognize anymore the connection. There's no life. Cutting the nails, cutting the hair. It's a whole different experience. What does this mean in Ruchnius? It means when you cut over the oasis from their source. So you look at a physical thing and you don't see it anymore as a divine manifestation. You look at yourself and you say, I'm just a piece of flesh. I'm just a physical, materialistic nobody. I'm just a mistake an infinitesimal blimp on the surface of this planet, and that's it. You look at something and you say it's merely physical and there's nothing else, you just cut off the hair from its source, from the air. But to say that if the hair was still connected, we would perceive that there's a connection. But then, by definition, we wouldn't be perceiving ourselves as a yesh if we thought there was still a connection. How can you have it both ways? Right, well, it depends what you mean by yesh. There's yesh and there's yesh. There's Pirud and there's Pirud Mamish. There's Yesh as identity and there's Yesh as detached. I once heard from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Taich and Prikayavis, Kal Ha'oimer Dover B'Shem Oimeroi, Mevi Gu'ula La'oilam. Somebody who says something in the name of the Sayer, of the one who said it, you bring redemption to the world. Shanemba Vatimer Estelam Elech B'Shem Ardecha. What's the Havana? You say something in the name of the one who said it, maybe Gulalaylam. What's the Havana? So he touched it al Pipnimius. Ha'imir Dover Bashem Aimre means Dover means a word, it also means a thing. Ha'imir Dover Bashem Aimre means everything in the world you identify the Shem Aimre. Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Ha'ilam. Basarim Amoris Nivra Ailam. Vayimir Alikim Nasadam. Ha'oimer Dover, everything in the world, your Oimer, you say it, B'Shem Oimer. You identify the name of the one who speaks it into existence. That's what you do. There's no phenomenon in the world that you look at that you don't see the Shem Oimer, the one who said it, L'Chadchila. What happens? Mevi Gu'ula La'Oilam. You redeem the world from its own Helam Vahester. Oilam, the Gemara says, Psachim is Melashin Helam, concealment. 
when you're Oymer, you identify the shame Oymeroi, you redeem the world from its state of concealment. You liberate the world from its own concealment, from its own halal. You identify the core, you identify the core energy. You redeem it from its own trappings that don't allow you to see what it is. It begins with yourself. To be able to look at yourself and be, identify yourself b'shem Imra. That's the idea of the oisius always being connected. Because they're oisius, that dvar Hashem. So I look at the world and I see divine manifestation. That's what I see. And this goes back to the famous vart we spoke about once, that's brought in Chesidus from Pirkeyovus. Amir Rabbi Yaakov, you remember? Hamahalech bederech, you're hiking, Mishoina, you're learning, you stop the learning. You say, what a beautiful tree, what a beautiful landscape. Look at this Grand Canyon. Or as uh, somebody once said, when God created the Grand Canyon, He did not create the adjectives with which to describe it. So you're looking at it and you say, wow, you, were, you endangered your life. Where did you endanger your life? You're taking a hike with your kids. You're discussing a sugyim psachim. Or a sugyim ksuvis. Or a sugyim rishishana. And then you say, wow, kinderlach. Kita kuk of the Ebrish tizvelt. Look at this tree. Who are you praising? You're praising God. This brach is that chazal were misakin For phenomenon in nature. Mishayim benafshi. Whenever you... This psukim and tilim, we say every day, Marabu Masach Hashem, Barchi Nafshi, a lot of Mizmairim and tilim, David, David the Teichi can't learn. He was in the Sanhedrin. He stopped and he said, Wow, give a cook. Hakfirim Shayagim Latarev, etc. Mishayim benafshi. So the Pshat is, the Mishnah says one introduction, Amahalech Bederich Vishayna, Umafsik Mishnasai. You interrupted your learning. You're basically, you're a mafsik. You, mafsik means to cut. You cut off the hair. You cut off the hair. For you, the beauty of the tree has nothing to do with Torah. There's two worlds. Me learning. Now let's take a break from Torah and let's discuss the tree. Aha. That means you missed the whole boat. You missed the point. Manoilan says also Torah. It's not two worlds. There's no two worlds. There's heaven and there's earth. Heaven is Torah. And on earth, suddenly you become what you become. You become, it's one nekud, it's one inyan, it's achtos. Maybe geula la'ayla. But for this, you have to be able to see the shame oimra. In every davar, you have to be able to see the shame oimra. It's very good past that the var is, uh, is that therefore it's a that it starts with Mark and Esther and Megillus Esther, with the whole concept was held. Where the whole mace of Purim was held. So the whole idea oh, of maybe geula nice. should come from very that. Very nice. Say the is from Esther. The holy name of Esther is Haster Aster Pone Very beautiful. Especially it says in Medrash that whenever it says Melech in uh, Megillus Esther, it's a marshal for Hashem. Acharis Vedacious Shalot. So you say, Timer Esther, the Hester comes back to the Melech. Beautiful, beautiful Tsushta. Mevi Geula. That's the concept of the Oisius. Essentially, therefore. Essentially. When you cut the Isis, what do you have here? You have the period of the universe from its source completely. In our mind, that's what he says, you're looking at the world, 
and it really appears as a Dover Nifrit Mamish. You look at yourself, and you don't see your own Kedusha. You don't see your own godliness, your own divinity. And you're quiet while it's happening. You're quiet while it's happening. And that's the Rachamim of the Kevis. That's the Rachamim. That's silence. Now we know in our generation we have a very sad illustration for this. How many children, their dignity was cut off, but they were silent. They didn't know that they're allowed to speak. That's worse than the crime. The crime is the crime. What's even worse is that the person internalizes it. You give me a punch, you gave me a punch, it hurts. But when I start believing that I deserve the punch, and that you were right and I'm wrong, and if I tell you that he punched me, you're not going to believe me, etc., etc., here is why where I internalize that. That's the Nalama. Nalama is not that somebody abused me. It's that I started to abuse myself as a result. I was completely quiet. I started to believe that Sekumtmir, I deserve it. He's the Tzaddik, I'm the Russian. And the first time I told my father what happened, he smacked me instead of believing me. He said, how do you have a chutzpah to say this? Now what happens? The people you're supposed to trust, you can't even tell them. So it all goes inside forever. One day when you have to face this, the right word for this is, you need compassion. Compassion for what happened to you. Compassion for what happened to your dignity. Identify who you really are and how it got stuck. Ne'elama. As you got separated from your own source. But essentially, this is a cosmic condition. The cosmic condition is, basically, we are silent in the presence of our own separation. The Rachel stands there and therefore Akara. There's no Ava, there's no Yira. How could there be Ava and Yira? She doesn't feel connected. If I don't feel connected, how can I love? Love means connection. I don't feel connected. I'm completely in my own box. There's no Ava, there's no Yira. I have to have Rachimim, I have to have compassion. This is a very compassionate message. Extremely compassionate message. You have to have Rachimim. It's not about blaming yourself. It's not even about guilt. It's about having compassion for what happened. Having compassion for the state of reality. And that compassion leads from Tikkun Rachel to Tikkun Leia. From Tikkun Chatzoy, is Rachel Mavaka al What's that Rachel Mavaka al Kol Barama Nishma. Nehi Bechi Samrur. You remember the Pasuk, at least from the Nigan, no? We'll sing in the Nigan. Rachel Mavaka al so here the Taich Mavakal Bana is not only she cries for her children, Mavakal Bana Kienenu, she cries for the ch- child who was never born. Rachel Akara, she cries for the potential that never came out. How many dreams were stifled and snuffed out? They could never be born. The person remained barren, the person remained infertile, they didn't believe that they have anything to contribute. More than a biological condition, on one level, we're talking here about the psychological condition. That's the concept of Rachel Mavaka Albana. That's the Tikkun Chatzai's Tikkun Rachel because of the Ne'elama, the silence. So he says, Vihine. Pchinis Keves Virachmanis, Ipchinis Yaakov, Shahoyer Royet Sain Lava. That's why, what do you do with the Tzemer and the Oyer? That you don't put on the Mizbeach. The tzemer and the oir is valuable. It goes to the koyin. 
Because the tzemer and the oy represents the hefsek. What goes on to the mizbeach is the oneness. Going back to oneness. The tzemer and the oy is the separation. That goes to the kayin. No, you have to recognize that. But this, this brings out the rachimim of davening. The tzemer and the oy is what allows for rachimim and davening. So what we have here in this maimah is very interesting. Tilpedic dalit. He speaks very, very deep states of consciousness. The Basar and the, the, the Gidden and that Samas and the Dam and the Hisboinus and Eidnaid Mulvadoi, Lemiyach Pazulasai, right? You remember? And the Ave and the Chalev and this. Pedic Dalid now is another dimension of Davene. And that is, I don't feel anything, my dear. I don't, I don't have any Ave. I don't have any year. I'm completely detached, I'm completely separated. That's also part of the carbon Talmud. That was also part of the... Don't think you're not part of the carbon Talmud. Welcome to the club. Welcome to America. Yeah, People think that they're the only ones who struggle. That's also part of the carbon Talmud. A whole other ceremony. This is where... The person ought to feel compassion for that itself. That's because of the hefsik of the oil, and not only that, the second hefsik of the of the hair being cut off. Now he says, Yaakov is midas harachemim, and that's why he is the shepherd who deals a whole day with the soin, with the flock, with the sheep. Then there was Moshe also shepherded the flock. Yaakov is a royet soin. And Moshe is a Rayatzain. And both do this as a full time occupation. I mean, everybody was a shepherd. Avram had sheep and Yitzchak had sheep. But with, Avram, with Yaakov and Moshe, we have it as Yaakov for 20 years spent time with sheep. What was he doing for 20 years? That's Pshat. Now you understand. Rachel is the sheep. Rachel is the you. Yaakov is Midas Arachamim. Yaakov. Kisses the sheep vayefk. So he says in Tanya vayishak, when you kiss somebody, your breath goes into their breath. Yishakenim in the shikas piyu. Vayishak Yaakov lerachel. Yaakov is mizdabek, his pnimius with rachel with the sheep. Vayefk, and he's ma'ayre rachamim on the rachel of neigoy zezer ne'alama on the rachel mevaka al baneha. That mevaka begins from Yaakov's mevaka. Moshe is also rayetz on Yisrael. But the Zoya says Moshe is on the inside, Yaakov is on the outside. Both are shepherds, both are connected to Rachamim. Moshe Milgav, Yaakov Milbar. Moshe is Raya Mehemna, the shepherd. Raya Mehemna means the faithful shepherd, or the shepherd of faith. That's Milgav. All rachamim comes from das. If there's no perception, there won't be rachamim. You have to know what's really happening to feel bad. Without das, there's no rachamim. That's pshat kol mishayim boideya. The Gemara says also rachamim alav. Rachamim always comes from das. Das produces empathy. When a person really understands the concept of Ein Soif, Ashelazois Mata Mata, 
To have das is so necessary because then you understand what your soul is. You understand what your soul really is made of. Your soul is included in Hashem before it's Yerida, and you understand how deeply its descent was, and then you could really have true Rachamim on it. When you don't have that das, then you're not sensitive to what's going on in your life. It's like the addict whose their brains are so fried, they don't even know there's nothing wrong. They think that life is great, not because they're good, because they're so detached. They're not even attached to the point that they could feel pain. When you feel pain, that's where you start your recovery. When you don't feel pain, you're the worst off. But that also needs Rachman. The Jew who doesn't even realize what he's missing also right. needs Rachman. No, of course. The Rebbe Rashab once said, Call me Shein by Das Asr al Rachim Alav. He says, As Toyre Zokta Matanish Rachmanus Abinafem, Kemen Fashtain Esht, the Goydel Harachmanus of Hazayid. When Toyre says, You're not allowed to have compassion for him, you can understand how, what a Rachmanus it is. But the point, the point here is that Rachamim needs Das on every level. People who have Das can have Rachamim. Without Das, there's no Rachamim. Because it's just, you're just like blind. On every level. There's no perceptiveness. There's no racham. When a person starts feeling bad for themselves in a real way. Bad I mean when they have compassion for themselves. Then it means they know. Awareness produces pain and hence racham. The lack of awareness produces illusory bliss. That's based on, on cluelessness. So he says, Kamayim b'rachamecha the one who introduces Das into Neshama Yisrael is Moshe. He's called Raya Mehemna, the shepherd of Emuna. Meaning, he touches Raya Mehemna, not the faithful shepherd. The shepherd of Emuna, the one who shepherds Jews with Das. It says in Zohar, when you go to the Chuppah, you need an Unterfeer. Shushvinah. The Chosin has a Shushvin and the Kala. Hashem went to the Chuppah by Matan Torah. Who was God's Unterfeer? Somebody had to help Hashem Kevayachal. Moshe is Shushvin of the Malk. Aaron was the Shushvin of Matronissa, of the Kala. Aaron always represented the Kala. And Hashem, Moshe represents Chosin. He's Mitzadah Chosin, Mitzadah Kala. You'll see all the debates between Moshe and Aaron. Moshe is Mitzadah Chosin, Aaron is Mitzadah Kala. Oyev Shalom, Roydev Shalom, Oyev Sapriyas, etc. Moshe is the Das that produces Yaakov, which is the Rachamim. The inside of Rachamim is Das. The more Das, the more Rachamim. The more awareness, the more pain. The more perceptiveness, the more compassion. The moment you perceive real things, there'll be much more compassion, always. Real Das, all lack of Rachamim is always a lack of Das. You always see in a conversation with somebody, you try to explain to them a situation, and they just, they're clueless, and therefore they can't be rachim. They just don't understand. They're not even open to knowing that they don't understand. They're not open to it. The more das, the more rachim. So Moshe is the inside of Yaakov. It's the pnimius of Yaakov. They're both shepherding flock, which is midas rachim. So now, he comes back to finish the answer to the original question he asked in the beginning of the Maimah. Anybody still remembers the question? <laughs> it was a while back. <laughs> so let's recall and we'll see the final answer. 
he brought these are these are psukim that we say every morning, right? Tzavas bnei Yisov amartalem is karboni lachem milishav amartalem zeishav shatikiruv lachem klosim neishanos mimim shnaim leim alasamit. First, he asked why it says twice v'amarta. Tzavas bnei Yisov amartalem is karboni lachem milishav echnichayichiv amarta lehem. Why you saying it's amarta lehem and just say it? Vaiter he asked. First, it says asher takrivu, and then it says taase. Are you being makriv or are you doing it? A third question, takrivu loshen rabim, taase loshen yachet. So first he explains that the kaifel of Amira is, one is bizman beis hamikdash, and one is ledoiris is tefillah. Tzavaz bnei sov amarta aleya miyad is karbonus, and the second vamarta lehem is tefillah. If you look at the two psukim, you'll now see one captures karbonus, one captures tefillah. Tzavaz bnei sov amarta lehem is karboni lachmi. Is this man Hamikdash? is the way it's going to replicate in generations. Of course, it's also the carbon, but it also includes the concept of tefillah. So you ask the question: How could you compare the two? Kvasim, you took a kevis that was a year old, or within a year, and you were makrivit. What does it do with tefillah, which is rachamim? Why is a carbon reich nechayach l'ashem? And for this he started the whole tachlis, you read this on Hashem, why the Hashem came down into the guf, you read the tzarech aliyah. The whole aliyah of the yesh, back into the ayin with the tzchoik, with elevating the carbon, and from this he went into the sheep with all the different stages. The whole arichas of the maimer. Mi ayin liyesh, mi yesh ayin. So now he comes back, and he says, now we'll understand everything, and we're going to understand the Shinu in the second Pasuk. First Takriv, then Tasa. You could have said, That's number one. Number two, So he says, to be makri of the sheep, which is basically the union of Rachmanus, is a mitzvah on every Jew. At this experience of having compassion for your soul and for another person's soul, this is every single Jew. This is shayich to every person. Nobody could say, I'm too low to have Rachmanus. You could say, I'm too low to have Avas Hashem. I don't, have, I don't feel anything. But when you say, I'm so low, I don't have Rachmanus. What do you mean? That's why you have Rachmanus. Fakert. That's why there's no stage in life where you're not shaykh to midas harachmanas. There's no stage. What are you going to say? I'm detached. I'm apathetic. I, I couldn't care less. That's exactly why you should feel compassion. Such a soul feels nothing or thinks it feels nothing. So there's no stage in life where rachamim cuts you off. Rachamim is the mida that is mavriach mina kotzel akotza. Briachatichin. It says about rachamim. Midas Yaakov. There's no stage where you say he's too beyond it. He's he's too low. Midas harachimim by davening every person can have. Feel bad. Feel compassion for yourself. Feel compassion for your soul. Feel compassion for your child. Feel compassion for others. And if you don't feel compassion, feel compassion for that. Feel compassion for the fact that you don't feel compassion. Feel comp- and if you don't feel that, then feel compassion for that. That you don't feel compassion for the fact that you don't feel compassion. You like that? That even applies to that applies to everybody. You can't say, I'm so removed. I got it. That's why you should feel compassion. Fakert, the more removed, the more rach. This is Mitzvah Yisrael. 
Who is the one who brings it to the Mizbeach? For this you need iron, who is the Mechutan of the Kala, the Unterfirir of the Kala. Moshe represents the Malka, Aaron represents the bride. So Aaron is the one who brings it to the Mizbeach. Just like the Kala, she gets married. But who helps her to the Chuppah? The Unterfirir. That's Aaron Akoyan. That's the Koyan. He brings the Rachamim up. He brings you. He ushers you in. He brings in the carbon. He brings in the blood. Mashenkin Lasus Sakevas. That's Sakrava Sakevas. But to create the Kevas, Shu is Oiris Viz Havas Pchinasarachmanas. Lasus Benavshoi. Ksiv Tasaloshin Yochit. The Koya Moshra Bena Oliva Shalom Atsuma. Shuwa Ya Oisa. That's the Loshin Yochid Loshin Rab. This Takriv and Tasa. Takriv means you have something and you bring it close. Tasa means you have to create it. Takriv means bring it close. Tasa means create it. There's two elements. The Takrivu, that every Jew has a mitzvah on the Rachim. Who creates the Rachamim? In other words, who creates this Nekuda? Lasso is Benavsha. To create the Das and Hashemus Yisrael. To introduce, to be Mamshech. To create in every soul of a Jew the perceptiveness, the depth, the Kesher, the ability to be able to be Makriv is Midas Arachmanus. To be able to be Makriv himself, this comes from Moshe. Hashem is talking to Moshe. That's why it's called Oila. Oila means it goes up as a Reyach. Nichoyach means Nach, Nachas, Linchois, to land, coming down. In davening you have the reyach, which is the smell that goes up as an oila, and then you have the nechoyach. As a result of that, it comes back down to be able to see in oisius the connection. The whole problem became that the oisius were cut. That's why davening is made up of oisius. L'choyre davening should be meditation. L'choyre davening should be machshava. Why is the whole davening made up of oisius? People often get frustrated. Mezukta, 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 mezukta. So that's when you don't understand. The real is because the kavana of davening is to bring it back down into the oisius of the world. To be able to see the oisius of the universe b'shem oimne as reflecting their source. That's why he brings which are things that talk about the physical universe. This is Pshat, the Gemara says, Shesandal, there's a Malach called Sandal. From the words of Davening, he weaves crowns for his Creator. He takes the words, the letters of the Jews, and he takes the letters, and he makes crowns. So he says, The Keser is the highest element above the head, which is tainug, the pleasure, the rotsin that comes even before Chachma, from the oisius, which are the the here, that has been detached, from that becomes the greatest tainug, because from the yesh, you went back to ayin. 
from the yesh, from the oisius, he went back to ayin, you went back to keser. So he takes the oisius atvil and he turns it into the tainug of Hashem. He makes crowns of the oisius of davening. And the Balatanya finishes the maimer v'day maven. This will be enough for the one who understands. This is the end of the maimer. Huh? This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.